Good morning. It is Wednesday, February 15th. It's doomsday. Uh, This is the day that a lot of people were pointing to where we start to go down. Uh, The news that we got was that retail sales um, were extremely strong. Uh, Up big, 2.3% versus a 0.9% expectation. Uh, Good news is uh, bad. Bad news is good. Uh, Essentially, inflation went up. Retail sales went up. Economy strong. Inflation stagnant. Fed's going to move to tighten. I mean, that's, that's essentially what they're saying. Uh, and, and what the market might be saying if you see a down day. In our core portfolio, I'm seeing a lot of red. There's a few really, really good bright spots um, like Roblox up 20% on strong earnings. Shopify up 3% prior to their, their earnings. Uh, Tesla is up. They're opening up their charger network um, to more electric vehicles. So there's some positive in here. Um, Cleveland Cliffs is under 20. Um, they just reported earnings. Boeing, if you got in earlier in the week, between 213 and 215, you're at 218. Uh, that's the weekly stock pick plays. And SPY. I'm looking at SPY on my screen right now. And you can see yesterday, we got above the nine day. So you've got confirmation here. Um, so I don't want to say, hey, we're automatically going down. Today's the bad day. But you're kind of seeing, you're, you're creating a volume shelf right here. Um, well, let's move this back to the August highs. And let's see where we're at. There is a volume shelf kind of being formed up here. But I would say the volume shelf really is around 4,000. And 4,000 would be a... I mean, a pretty good move, 12 points. Um, But uh, if you see the cues, it's about the same thing. It's no different. Um, You're you're just slightly above your nine day. Uh, From the August highs, you're really seeing a a volume shelf around 295. While it's being built up here, there's not a huge uh, allotment of, of shelf, but there's some gaps above. So who knows where we're going? The problem is that uh, uh, you know there, there's a little bearish feeling in this market, but there's a lot of money on the sidelines. Uh, earnings are coming down. It just means that um, essentially you, you got to pick your stocks. And a good point uh, is yesterday um, I posted the uh, the the most active, and AMST was one. And I posted this one at, on Twitter, and I got a tweet back about um, chat GPT being implemented with AMST. And you look at these two candles, this one candle, this one candle, there's a 20% gain during the period. It, it opened at 73 cents. It's high with 77 cents. Uh, it's low was 46 cents. It closed at 58 cents. So you lost money. The next period, which is the afternoon, has a 15%. All of this only over just a press release. So the, the actual um, you, you know, hype on AI is real. Another one that I got later was EPAZ. This is a penny stock. This is not one that I would say, hey, you got to go into this one. Uh, the morning candle, again, just, this was trading at, uh, let's see, open 4.41 cents. Not 41 cents, 0.4. 
one cent. So take a penny and cut it in half and then cut 10% off that. Um, yeah. And, uh, but the period is 51% because it's high went all the way up to 0.8 cents, not eight cents, 0.8 cents, but it's 51%. Um, good luck in trading this one. The volume was crazy. EPAZ, uh, let me see. Uh, EPAZ had a volume of um, uh, 35,000 shares. So you're not trading much volume. Now, mind you, the 10-day volume, or I'm sorry, 35,000 right now, the 10-day volume is 15 million shares. So I, don't, I couldn't even figure out how much of a float this one has, but I guarantee it's probably like 2 million shares. It's not a lot. There's not no insider trading. There's nothing in this one. But it just shows you that there is hype rally out there. So there could be a pullback today and then another hype rally tomorrow. Uh, Oracle, talked about Oracle being one of my, and it had a cross up yesterday. Uh, $89 was the buy-in. Um, this was a Josh Brown buy. And he said, listen, you know, they, if you didn't read about it, Uber chose Oracle and Google as their cloud plays. Um, when Travis was the CEO of Uber, Uber um, he famously said, we're not going to do the cloud. We're going to have on-premise uh, network equipment. And so all of their stuff now works on-premise. They are moving to the cloud. That is enormous. That is a huge, huge win for Google. That is a huge, huge win for Oracle. Uh, they didn't go with Amazon Web Services. They didn't go with Microsoft Azure. They went with Google and Oracle. This is how the new CEO of Oracle is managing the business. Um, she's doing an, an amazing, amazing job. And Josh Brown went over it. Um, he, he moved in. I think I'm probably going to start a position at $89. This is one where they're, it's, it's a boring, boring technology play. It's not going to double to $160 anytime soon, but you'll be able to probably pull out a good 20% move in this one as long as they continue to retire shares. This is one that retires shares at a greater pace than many other uh, technologies. So. Uh, as far as earnings yesterday, Airbnb blew it out of the water. Uh, Airbnb is up to 7% in pre-market to 130. Uh, this was one that I had talked about yesterday, and it, it just blew it out of the water. Their average uh, nightly revenue was up. Everything was up. Travel boom. To go along with the travel boom, TripAdvisor uh, is up 7% in pre-market. So if you have travel stocks, kudos to you. Great. If you have energy stocks, you're hurting today. <laughs> the big one, Devon. Uh, yeah, sure, you get a nine percent dividend, but they are down seven percent. It is under sixty. We had our buy at sixty-three. Uh, today it's at fifty-eight. What am I doing? I'm probably adding more. Uh, I'm going to take this chance to add more to my portfolio. I am not doing it until I have confirmation. Uh, I'm going to wait till this one opens. I'm going to see what the market says. Again, if this is uh, the start of a down market uh, and the recession, uh, Devin will get hit. Uh, they brought the stock down. Um, this, you know, what they're saying is severe winter weather and Q1 production is going to be lower. Uh, they have some supply chain issues, some processing issues. So that's, that's hitting the stock hard. Uh, their ex-dividend date is later in the month. I think it might be March. 
Um, but I'm holding this one for long. I'm holding my core portfolio on it. I am not trimming. Uh, I am just looking to add more. I do think that the, 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 the asset value is fantastic on this one. Um, I, again, under 60, I buy it. Over 60, I'll look to sell it. I haven't sold it yet. Upstart had their earnings, and they are uh, up 7%. Uh, in pre-market, so I got it completely opposite. I said upstart, eh, they could could announce something. Um, they are moving up 7%. I think this one's a dead stock. I think it's just popping on some news, like the earnings, um, some of their guidance. I can't, can't say that I would buy this one. Um, there's a couple of things on Tesla that I wanted to go over, and the first one is Ford. Um, Ford announced that they are halting um, the production of the F-150 Lightning because of a battery issue. Um, this is, you know, GM has battery issues. Ford has battery issues. Um, Volkswagen has battery issues. Um, there are tons and tons of these EV, established EV makers uh, and car manufacturers that are having battery issues. You know who doesn't have battery issues is Tesla. Uh, yeah, Tesla's got the full self-driving and, and they're taking on Elon and blah, 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 and you've had the problem, but they haven't had battery issues. And what's the biggest uh, biggest cost of an electric vehicle? It's the battery. You know, again, what are you buying an electric vehicle for? It's the battery that you're buying it for. So Ford having to halt this, I mean, again, the hype play is real. Uh, they just passed their ex-dividend date. Their earnings are passed. Uh, I would say if this one dips down into the 11s, I think you could pick this one up at 11. Uh, it's trading down 1% at 12.84. I just think that there's more bad news coming. Uh, Jim Farley, their CEO, was all over the TV yesterday, blah, 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 blah. Tesla, on the other hand, uh, is up. I think it's up in pre-market. Um, they announced that they will open up their network to, um, uh, to uh, other EV uh EV cars, uh, they're going to take advantage of the Biden administration basically giving them money. These are guys that even in a rising rates environment, they don't need to actually uh, borrow money anymore. Their balance sheet is in line. Uh, I think you're looking at this 250 uh, gap being more in play than the one under the 200 day at 154. Again, this market is crazy. I don't want to say that, hey, it's February 15th and you should go all in. Because this was a day that a lot of uh, chartists and the analysts were saying, hey, this may be the stop of the run. But you are seeing that 9-day and the 21-day crossed up on that 200-day. The 50-day is moving positive. That 200-day is starting to turn a little bit. Uh, if we start to turn to a bull market, this one could easily go back to 300. And I do think that retail traders could push this to 300. When you look at it, this one is the, the most traded uh, uh, options play. It's even, you know, being more than the Qs, more than SPY. I mean, it's just crazy. My algorithm, which had a buy-in here at 119, over 1,000 candles, which is two years, makes you 39%, whereas you're down 23% if you just bought and held. So at that 119 price point, absolutely, I should have bought more. <laughs> Instead, I sold down here. Tax loss harvesting. So I was, uh, I, I didn't sell for, I sold for a pretty big gain, uh, but it was to balance out some of my losses. So I didn't pay taxes on it. It was a pretty good gain, but I am not holding Tesla today. 
should have bought back in. Should have absolutely 100% bought back in. Um, CRDO, which uh, was a fairly good retail trading opportunity um, from what I saw from a lot of the retail traders. Um, this one, uh, the cross-up was 1278. Something happened. I didn't see exactly what happened, but this one is down 44% to $10 in the pre-market. I think what happened, and let me see if there's any news on this one. Um, downgrade, 18, outperformance. Credo stock sell-off uh, for the day after a record close. Largest customer cuts demand. Um, so, yeah, largest customer cut. <laughs> uh, cuts demand. Um, you can read this if you just go to Finviz. Um, yeah. But, eh. <clears throat> again, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. This is what's crazy. This one year to date was up 45%. Over one year, you were up 26%. They are not making money. Their forward PE was 47. So when they're not making money and their largest customer cuts, guess what happens to a stock like that in a rising rates environment? Boom. You are suddenly poisoned. But CRDO uh, had that. Uh, we talked about Roblox. Roblox blew it out of uh, out of the park with their earnings. They are opening up 18% up 42. I would not be buying this one at 42. I would be waiting for this one to come back under the 200 day. And it will. It will. Absolutely, it will. 42 is not a crazy price for this one where it was trading, I think, at 100 or so. Um, and you're looking at this gap that's back here between 59 and 69. If we continue to fly and their earnings are that good, I mean, you could see this gap getting filled. I just can't imagine a company that's not making money that is in the metaverse like this. Uh, they are the biggest draw of the metaverse, specifically since Facebook basically waved the white flag. Um, but Roblox, again, I would wait for it for under that 200-day. The trading desk is up 16% in pre-market. Crazy, crazy move. Um, this is one that inserts advertising on streaming video. Uh, they made $0.38 cents per share. That is up from $0.26 cents per share. Probably good guidance. Uh, I know I don't even watch live TV anymore. I stream the Super Bowl. Instead of watching it on live TV, it was just a better picture than what DirecTV gave me on streaming. Just a better picture quality. So you do have this gap up here. Um, you covered this gap down below at 49. I'll add this to one of the lists that I want to look at because I do think um, the trading desk, one, a family friend was the ex-CFO. I think he's CEO of um, Expedia right now. But this is, listen, it's a great company. Uh, I, I do think that once the uh, streaming gets in play um, and advertising starts coming, these guys just make it simple. So the trading desk announced uh, GODLD, Barrick Gold Corporation, had their earnings. Boy, they're down, down 2.86%. Um, I don't know anything about the earnings. This got you out with a 17% gain and you've been in the slide ever since. That was back on February 3rd. Where I think a lot of people were saying, hey, buy gold, buy gold, buy gold. Well, Barrick Gold hasn't been buy gold. Uh, Generac, G-N-R-C. This is one that 
In pre-market, they are up 2.6%. They announced their earnings uh, after the market, $1.78. Okay, right kind of in line. I've been talking with a couple of people about this one. Um, it has been in an absolute, it was the worst stock of last year. And if we look at this weekly, this is a weekly, and you look at this October 20, 2021, people started putting generators in their house because we were getting ready for the apocalypse. Uh, and a lot of that was brought forward. This was trading at $400. You're at 131 right now. Um, when you go and look at Finviz, and I want, I, I'd urge you before you invest in this, go and look at Finviz. This is an industrial specialty industry machine. Year to date, they're up 24%, but one year you're down 54%. Remember, when you're down 50%, it takes 100% gain to get back. Percentage up isn't the same as the percentage down. It takes 100% to get back a 50% loss. So they're up 24% this year. That's not even close to 100% um, down there. But uh, they did announce earnings, $1.78 versus $1.75. You can see a lot of this. The demand has just been slowing. I mean, 251, 209, the the, um, the inflation has been hitting. in my mind, you're heading towards the summer. You're heading po- towards um, peak uh, blackout periods. Eh, Generac might might be a pretty good play for one of those. Uh, Sunoco announced earnings, and they are up 0.45% uh, as we um, um, open up. $0.42 cents per share. Um, it's kind of flat. Nothing huge. Uh, let's talk about after hours. We got Shopify. Um, this one is up 1.18%. I completely expect this one. Um, I, it's hard to say that they're going to go up. But if you look at the ones that have not been making money, if they show even some sign of goodness, this one could be cash flow positive. They raised their prices. They didn't see fall off. They announced that. So you shouldn't see that. Your MACD is kind of coming down. Meanwhile, your price hasn't come down a bunch. You're at $50.83. Just back on February 3rd, you were at $55. So you're talking about, you know, a 10% move that was of recent. And if they announce something good, boom. So Shopify, I think, is good. The other one that I think might be actually a huge surprise is Roku. Roku is a Kathy uh, Woods favorite. She's been buying it on the way down. We just got out. With a 38% gain, you could have had a 50% gain. 39.58, you're trading at 59. Now, if we go back and we look at a long, just so you know, the algorithm loses you 70%. Uh, Buying and holding this stock loses you 88%. So the algorithm does uh, overperform on this one. But if you look at a weekly of this one, this was a $450 stock up to 478. Uh, 483, I think, was the 52-week high. But it, I mean, it slid. It's down at 59. Now, I still don't think it's, it's making money. Let's go to Finviz. Now, it, it ain't making money. Um, performance year to date, uh, 39%, but you're down 65% over one year. So uh, they have $14.47 uh, cash on hand. Uh, their book value is 20 bucks. This one with trading desk going up, this one could be a big surprise. So I would watch Roku. 
And I would, I would absolutely, I might put some money in Roku and Shopify. The other one that uh, is reporting that I really, really like is Cisco. Cisco has seen a little bit of a pullback of recent. Uh, you do have a buy, uh, forty-seven seventy-nine from yesterday, uh, and their earnings are today. So it's kind of been clamoring here. I wouldn't expect this to go to fifty on a, a you know a huge earnings beat. I would just expect you know you can put it in, get a decent dividend. It's probably not a bad entry point. Um, but wait to see. Earnings trans energy transfer, sorry, has a buy in at thirteen oh nine. They report after the bell as well. ET is the symbol. Uh, you do have this gap up here all the way up to thirteen twenty four. Um, this is an energy company. Eh, probably worth a little bit. Um, you know, their their energy companies other than Devon have been doing really well. Another energy company is Marathon Oil. Uh, MRO. Uh, this one you just got it got in at twenty seven fifty three and you're trading at twenty six. Sorry, I had to take a little break. Marathon Oil. Um, this is one I you know again an energy company. It's kind of opening up down here at twenty six twenty one. Uh, it's got a red candle. It's down. MACD is kind of in neutral place. The RSI is moving down. Eh, you got a gap down here uh, at about twenty two, which is in play. Um, just because you're below that 200 day, but good earnings. You could see a big move on this one. Uh, lithium play Albermile, <laughs> ALB is the symbol can never say the name. Um, this one, we had a get out with a 23% gain. Uh, you've got your MACD kind of right on the oscillator right there. Your, uh, RSI is in no man's land. It's a coin flip. You do have a gap up here between 301 and 310, which on a like amazing earnings level, probably in play. I mean, again, if they're going to blow it out of water. EQT, another, uh, uh, this is a natural gas company. What are they going to announce? I mean, this is probably the roll of the dice that, that is the biggest roll of the dice just because you've got this gap up here. You got the 200-day moving down. Natural gas is going nowhere. Now, I will say, I do have a note. Mark Newton of Fundstrat said he thinks natural gas has bottomed. This could be the start of, you know, again, natural gas, February 15th. Boom. Uh, the algorithm on this one, you're still up 66%. I mean, if we just look at this one, uh, this has gone just parabolic of late. So you can see that that's COVID right there. And then this is the Ukrainian war last year that drove it up. <clears throat> the warm winter storage, it's just lost its way. Do I think that it's gone down enough? I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of see this support down here at the 200-day. That white line right there is um, the VWAP. That you, It's right at 22. So, I, I, again, I think that one's just, hey, if, we're, if they're going to see uh, increased volumes or they give some guidance that they're going up, boom, I think. But that long-term chart just looks bad. QuantumScape is reporting. You just got out of a 50% gain on this one. You could have probably gotten out at about 10, which is almost 100% gain. But it got you out with a 50% gain. You're at $9.08. They're reporting. You know, Do your research on that one. Find out. They're not making money. This is a solid-state battery company, um, QuantumScape. And they are producing batteries to go into EVs. 
could be an interesting one. <clears throat> I look at this one. The cheap development officer is uh, selling at eight fifty one, selling at seven sixty. It's not a lot of money, but it's at least something. The last big uh, sale was Salju Depender, who sold on September sixteenth at eleven thirty three. You're trading right now at nine dollars, so. $11 is probably your price target, even on a bump up, uh, I would say. Fastly, we talked about this is a software company. Uh, they are reporting they just had a cross up uh, yesterday and they had a big move yesterday. Uh, $12.25 was the buy in yesterday. $13.71 is where you're trading right now. I wouldn't touch this one. It's kind of moved up a little too quickly for me into earnings, um, but I like it. Zillow Group. Uh, this is where you go if you're buying a house. They got an upgrade yesterday. You're just getting out of a 37% run on the algorithm here. Um, the the MACD is kind of close to the oscillator. It's moving back up. You do have some confirmation. Um, any news on the real estate market will move this stock. I actually like it. I mean, honest to God, I like it. The problem that you have is just the real estate sector. I, I think it's moved. Look at that move from December to to February. I mean, it's above its 200 day now on a daily chart. That's that's a little hard. Now you do have a gap here between 75 and 83. That could be a here here's what I know about Zillow Group. And this is what's interesting about Zillow Group. I think that they if you remember last year they went into cost cutting mode um pretty heavily. They were investing in some houses um to rehab and to resell. And they, they basically lost money on it. But a lot of that has been taken out of this stock. So I think it's an interesting play. Uh, am I putting money into it? I don't think so right now, but I may think about it just because 38 cents per share. If they come in with something closer to 40, I think you've got a pretty big move in this stock to come up and at least cover this gap. Now, this gap has been covered for the most part. But at 50, I don't think 50 is out of the question uh, if they announce something big. Uh, Berkshire B announced they are out completely, uh, at least the majority, if not completely, of Taiwan Semiconductor, TSM. That has caused this stock to move down 4.69%, back down to 93. I said this gap here uh, between 81 and 84 is in play. I think it's still in play. I do think that that gap comes back into play. You just got to be patient. Buying up here, you're not being patient. God, I've wanted to buy up here, but I have not gotten into this one. Um, uh, Berkshire Hathaway also cut U.S. Bank Corp. They cut by 90%. Uh, this one hasn't been hit as hard. It's only down 0.33%, um, but they, they cut their, their stake. Um, they got out of MCK McKesson. Um, uh, they cut it by 11%. So they didn't get out completely. It's down 0.04%. Not crazy. Um, they also cut 10% from Ally Bank. A-L-L-Y is the symbol. Uh, they cut 10% and that's down just about a half a percent, 0.64. So it's not huge move. Um, but <clears throat> what did they do? They upped their stake in Apple. They, I mean, they're just a huge, huge shareholder of Apple. Um, billions of dollars in, in dividend payments. 
every quarter, billions of dollars in quarter. They also uh, increased their stake in Paramount Global, P-A-R-A. This one is up uh, 2.54%. It's up at 23. I think you could see 25 in this one again. Uh, They have earnings coming up. It looks like today after the bell. Let me say, or is it before? Uh, February 16th, so tomorrow before the bell. Uh, I think that's an interesting one. Jim, Jim, uh, Farmer Jim, Jim Labenthal likes that one. And he also, by the way, said he likes um, Shitty Bank, our favorite Shitty Bank, <laughs> um, for, for the rest of the year. It's, it's had a big move, but he says it's got more of a move in it. Um, Citadel took a 5.5% stake in Silvergate. SI Capital. We talked about Silvergate having this crazy short squeeze um, and, and it moving quite a bit on the short squeeze uh, from this 14 mark down here all the way up to 22. It hasn't made that move again, um, but you can see it's got confirmation above here. You can see that huge volume spike and these two volume spikes right here. Um, and that might be Citadel taking 5.5% stake. Uh, Michael Burry pulled a uh, Bill Ackerman. If you remember during the pandemic, Bill Ackerman said, hell is coming. And he basically uh, went on and then it was found out that he was short a lot of stocks during the pandemic um, that he had, you know, I I don't want to say manipulated the market, but he definitely came on and, and positioned himself that he had sold everything, that he was completely uh, out of the market um, and, and that he just said, hey, there's no reason to be in here. He was short the market. He wanted the market to move down. That's what that does. Uh, Michael Burry, uh, two weeks ago, puts sell and deletes the tweet. Uh, he's been bearish. Well, what did he do? He got into seven positions. Seven new positions. First one, Baba. He's been buying Baba, a ton of Baba. Um, and this one, he's been rewarded. I mean, you can see this step up. Now, I do think that this gap down here between 92 and 96, it's in play because it's just on a downward slide. You're out of this one. The algorithm doesn't have you in. Their earnings are coming up February 22nd. There's some question as to is China moving as fast as they can, blah, blah, blah. Uh, another China stock that he got into, JD.com. Uh, this one is one that he's been rewarded as well because he probably got in during November and December. Um, but it's on the downward slide as well. I wouldn't buy into this one. Their earnings are coming up March 8th. Uh, he got into MGM. Uh, this is a betting, and he's been rewarded on this one. I mean, this one has just been a monster. You've got a gap here. Uh, after their earnings between 41 and 43.50, you're trading at 44 right now. I wouldn't get into this one, but put it on a list. Uh, Sky M, uh, which is uh, Skymax. I don't know what it is, but Sky M. C O R T H R, which is Coherent Corporation. Uh, I have no idea what these guys do, but you can see he's made his money. Now, the algorithm has you out on this one, but you do have confirmation. They just had their earnings. Let's see what they are. C-O-H-R. I don't even know what they are. Coherent. Um, Technology, science, and technical. Let's move down. Um, Develops, manufactures, and markets engineered materials. 
opto electronics components and devices worldwide. It operates in two segments, semiconductors. That's what this is. Interesting. Um, BKI, uh, which is Black Knight Inc. <laughs> Never heard of it, uh, but it's one to put on, you know, you get this gap down here. Uh, it's kind of an ugly chart. But they do have their earnings coming up. This is probably one of those defense things or something. Uh, and WWW is the final one. Wolverine Worldwide. <laughs> God, X-Men. Um, if this isn't Doom is coming, I, I don't know what is. His earnings are coming up on February 21st. He got out with a 42% gain. Um, you know, again, those are the ones. He did sell out of completely uh, Charter communications he sold completely out of um you know again he's got good move maybe this was where he sold out of it on uh you know and, and it just continued to drop uh maybe he sold out of it there ajrd is one that he sold out of uh i don't know anybody who's in this one it's kind of an obscure one aerojet rockdyne holdings i don't hold it uh it's been in ascending triangle blah 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 lilac li L-I-L-A-K, uh, which is uh, Liberty Latin America. It's been in a slide. You're out of it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, CXW, which is Core Civic. So he got out of those. He also sold 50%, not completely out of, but he sold 50% of his Geo Group. Now, what's interesting is, you know, Michael Burry is not completely out of the market like he was saying he was. But he did sell out 50% of his, and they just had their earnings, and they, they basically dropped. Um, Geo Group Company, it's a REIT. So he sold 50% of that. Um, interesting. Now, retail sales, like I said, was up 2.3% uh, versus 0.9. My favorite retail, uh, you know, I said by Lulu under 300, but Macy's, I continue to say, I think at around 20. It's putting in this floor at 22. The question is, their earnings that are coming up on March 1st. I like this company. I really do. The gap here has been covered. Uh, the gap down here uh, has been covered on the way up as well. So the only gap that's not really been covered um, is this one down here between 16 and 1650. I don't know that you're getting to cover that one. Um, you're in a positive momentum. If we look at a weekly on this one and we just look at a weekly you can see you're above the 200 day um the last time you were below the 200 day was september where you know it was the lows i think you could see 30 in this one if we have a really good uh guidance who knows uh, but i i do like that one uh, along with retail sales and you know what other one i like with retail sales is costco i mean costco is up 0.1 percent I missed this one at four four fifty. We got down to four forty eight, I think, right here. Um, four forty seven ninety on January third. Should have bought. You're at five oh three. You ran all the way up to five thirty. Uh, five oh three isn't bad. I continue to say under five hundred. You should just buy it. Just buy it and hold it. Um, it's a great retail company. Now cross ups. Uh, Warren Buffett got out of Taiwan Semi after he announced that he was getting in. Very quick, um, but it's a secondary cross-up. This 74.29 buy on December 30th is still a, you know, you're still in that one. Uh, but this is a secondary cross-up. 
the MACD it crossed up, probably crossed right back down. Yep, crossed right back down. Doesn't have an entry point just because it's a secondary cross up and you're still in this one. The moving averages are such that you might come down and you might get out of this one finally. I still think this gap, like I said, between 81, 88, and 84, I think that one gets covered. So just be patient. Uh, we covered Snowflake for Rohan yesterday. And Snowflake, uh, it had a buy a secondary cross up again. Um, you're in at 135. You're at 171. Their earnings are coming up on March 1st. And God, with all of these companies that are killing it, you know, Roblox, blah, 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 and all of the, the, the companies that are killing it. Snowflake might be a buy right here. I may add to my position. I'm in at an average price of around 180. Uh, and it's getting up to that point again. I could look at it again. Uh, Next Gen Energy, NXE. You had a cross up here at $4.76. Their earnings are coming up on February 28th. It's an interesting one because you're just above the nine day. Um, I think you could get back here to the fives. So again, a good earnings report. Uh, it's a little ways out, February 28th, but your MACD is kind of uh, you know crossing up on the oscillator uh, at 476. The, the 200 day is moving positive. The 50 day is moving positive. The nine and the 21 are moving positive. Uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good chart. I like this one. Um, uh, PDD, which is a China stock, uh, crossed up. Pin Duo Duo. Uh, this one, or I'm sorry, it's PDD Holdings is what it's called. 9588. Um, uh, PDD Holdings. 95.89. I'm sorry, we're trading at 93.34. So you're below that. You are below the nine day. So I, I, I would be a little bit worried that this gap here down to 85 comes into play. You have had this crazy run all the way from October uh, where you were at 54 and you pretty much doubled up to 100. Um, so you, you have had quite a run. I'd be a little bit worried about that one. But PDD is the, the symbol. Uh, one of the Dow 30, the, you know, whatever. JP Morgan had a cross up. It's a secondary cross up. Your initial cross-up was here January 26th at 139. You've had a crazy good run all the way since October at 109. You're at 142 today. It's got confirmation. Again, the banks that I would recommend, I think Citigroup is probably your biggest um, rebound just because of the, the, the actual value. If you want to look at these, you look at Citigroup and their, uh, their PE is 7 they pay a 3.95% dividend. They're up 13% this year. Bank of America, their PE is 11. So it's, it's higher. Uh, year to date, they're only up 6%. They have a 2.4% dividend. I personally own Wells Fargo. They have a 15 PE. Their uh, dividend is 247 They are up 16% year to date. So I think Citigroup offers you a good opportunity to get into a bank that has a low PE, a good dividend, and has an opportunity to move higher. Um, but JP Morgan had the cross up. And we can look at JP Morgan versus a 7 or 11 PE. JP Morgan has an 11. It's on the higher end. You do have a 2.79. Year to date, you're up 6%. Um, but it did have a secondary cross up. It's just been on a great run. I, I would just be careful. The 52-week high is 156. So you're only 8% off that. Uh, Datadog had a cross-up. D-D-O-G had a cross-up. 
and this one is a secondary cross up. You're still in this January 11th. Buy at 69.03. You're at 80, not 88. Uh, the gaps have been covered. Nothing really that would concern me. Their earnings are coming up uh, today after the bell, or I'm sorry, tomorrow before the bell. So it's an interesting one. Uh, one that I found in the energy sector that I was kind of going over up uh, on YouTube with the chart is Nine Energy, N-I-N-E. This is an interesting one because their earnings are coming up on March 7th. You have the MACD fairly low. Uh, the RSI is coming off of 26 here uh, where you were trading at about 10. You had this cross up at 11.03. You're down 6% today. And that's probably just the energy sector overall and, and Devon Energies because they do uh, seem to trade similarly to Devon. Um, but you're, you're kind of using it. My guess is you will use this 200-day as a support level. There's a volume shelf right there. If I just bring this over to recent highs, it's probably even a bigger one here. Yeah, you can see this volume shelf up here at 13 you're trading at $10.33. Now, the, the, the buy-in is $11.02. So it's interesting that the MACD is moving down at 35. Um, the, I'm sorry, the RSI is at 35. And that MACD crossed up. Um, I may wait another couple of candles, but this one definitely piqued my interest. I went on to Finviz, and I was looking. And um, the, the, they're not making money. Mind you, they're not making money. The forward PE is 8.23. Year to date, they're down 26%. Now, there hasn't been a, a, a coverage since 2020. So these monkey things are just not, no, it's just nonsense. Read a couple of these articles if you want to know a little bit more. Um, they operate an onshore completion services provider that targets unconventional gas and gas resource development across North America, basins and internationally, probably hurt by a lot of the natural gas stuff. Um, but... I looked at these these sales at 14, sales at 12, sales at 10, sales at 9, and, and all of these kind of sales. The, the, the biggest values are at 12 and 14. So in my mind, I think they're saying, hey, it's probably overvalued here at 12 and 14. That was December and January, and they're $3 million and $1 million. I might take a chance on this one. Might be worth buying at 10 and riding it to 12 or 13. Again, that's 20, 20, you know, 30% gain on this one. But it's an interesting chart. I found it. I like it. Might be something to look at. Uh, I've given you a lot of ideas. I do think Shopify. I think Roku. Um, I think Marathon Oil. I think Albemarle. <laughs> ALB. Um, QuantumScape. Zillow Group. Uh, a lot of ideas here. Apple. I went, went over the five that I would hold yesterday. Um, for long, and I'm seeing a little bit more green. Apple is green. Uh, MPLX is green. Uh, Pan W is green. Uh, Roblox, of course, <laughs> up even higher. God, 25%. It's almost at 45. Uh, Shopify is green. Target is green. So um, if you have any questions, hit me up. If you made it this far, just rate the podcast. Go up there, hit five stars. Uh, if you did make it this far, too. Go over to YouTube and hit subscribe. I could use more subscribers over there. So subscribe. I've got to do something about keywords or something. I don't know. Get more subscribers. Maybe I just have to produce more videos. I'm just horrible at that stuff. I'm lazy. 
Uh, Boyle. Let me go over Boyle real quick. Since I did read that Mark Newton of Fundstrat said um, uh, natural gas may have bottomed. Uh, you're seeing, at least I'm seeing, I mean, look at this chart. We may have bottomed. Uh, now, this is just February, but I think you're putting in some type of bottom here. Now, the question is, those, those Bollinger Bands are cinching up right there. This is a four-hour chart. Uh, if we look at the daily, um, you'll probably see something similar. You're even seeing it's not quite cinching up, but the four hours quicker and, and it's quicker to see it. Uh, you're still on, below the nine day. So you still on a daily basis don't have confirmation here that, you, that you're going higher. Uh, right now it is down 5% at 625. I continue to say grab it under $6. I think you'll be happy if you get this one under $6. Um, you can clearly see that the volume is moving up. There's a volume downward trend here. This could drive it up. The RSI is at 33. Um, I, I, the long term, if we go to a weekly, I've still got this chart up. Uh, you can see we're down at the bottom of this end. The very bottom would be about $3, maybe $4 right now. But if we continue to downtrend, you can see us getting down to two down in this area. Um, again, if you're, you're on the bottom of this on a nine day, you're, you're not getting confirmation anytime soon on, uh, on this one, you would have to see uh, natural gas shoot up significantly to be able to do this. It's a triple levered ETF. Do not uh, hold this one for more than a day or so. It is not investing in natural gas. It is natural gas futures. So it has zero value. This is not something that will absolutely 100% make you money. It's a decaying asset. Uh, but I wanted to bring it up because I do think that you could trade this one and KOLD uh, very well. The other ones that you, if you want to trade energy, are UCO and um, SCO. UCO is the, uh, the bull. SCO is the bear. So UCO is the up. SCO is the down. Uh, UCO had a buy-in here at 2879. You're at 2860. You got up to about 30. Um, I think the, the high was about 30, 21. Again, you want to take your 10% out of these things. Once you make 10%, in my mind, at, at least my trading style, I take the 10% and I move on. If I see an extended run, I'll show you an extended run. We can look at KOLD. If I see something like this that has so much uh, validation where you're just above that nine day, I don't get out. Um, you know, once you hit that nine day, I get, get out. But once you hit above that nine day, I would get back in just because this move is so strong. You've got the button hook happening here on the four hour. Um, I, I think you move this one from 57, maybe down to 28. It's just moved too much, just moved too much. So Boyle could be having a bottom. Mark Newton might be right. So there you go. The last five minutes is on energy. If you have any questions, hit me up. Um, again, subscribe to YouTube. I'll go over, um, maybe on Friday, how I see you using this, this podcast, using the private Facebook group, using the YouTube channel, how to use all of this stuff to actually make sense, to learn. I know I get a lot of messages that I've taught people about investing, taught people about value, um, understanding what a stock actually is, understanding that there are ETFs out there that you can use for the up and down purposes. I, there's no reason to invest, not to invest these days. Um, you know, again, to understand this stuff, it's a, a, a tool that you'll use for a lifetime. So 
If you have any questions, hit me up. Take care. See you tomorrow.